For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Hey, thanks to Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent retailer, uh, Nat Cook, our Olympic champ, five-time Olympian, the busiest girl in the world, is joining us to have a little bit of a chat about Commonwealth Games and I think also maybe 2032 as well because she's heavily involved in that. Nat, a very good morning to you. Morning, Patty. And you know I can't speak without mentioning 2032, so I'm glad you tagged that on the end. So (laughs) happy morning to you. And I hear you've got a special guest host. Oh, we have, yes. She's the star of the show. And she's, as I said, running the show because she's the one in the studio today. Morning, Nat. Hey, Brookie. Hey, Brookie. Oh, tell tell us all. It's all happening at the moment, mate. Commonwealth Games only, of course, a couple of weeks away and the uh, the team heading over there. But you must be so proud of, of the volleyball girls and, and what they've done since Tokyo to then step up again um, in a few weeks' time. Yeah, I try not to be biased. You know that, Brooke. I do support all the swimmers, which, of course, they're winning multiple bags of medals over there. And how good coming off the World Championships with Zach winning the breaststroke again and Ariane and Emma. It's it's just going to be fantastic. So I can't wait for that. We win so many gold medals. I I practice singing Advanced Australia Fair a lot during Mm. the Commonwealth Games. (laughs) And that's something that um, is exciting. But our beach volleyball girls just won last weekend in Portugal. Um, they returned there after winning three years ago before COVID and have won again. They came third in the world champs a few weeks ago. So I think they're really looking good to take on Canada, who beat them in the Gold Coast four years ago. So look out for that matchup. And, of course, our boys are back to defend their gold medal. One half of them, there's a new... Kid on the block, Paul Burnett with Chris McHugh. So the beach volleyball is looking strong. So the the girls, Taliqua Clancy and Maria Faye Atacio del Solar, you, you do, do so much work with them. Is there a little bit of redemption here? We, we know, you know, Tokyo was silver, but uh, that was possibly silver lining. We, you know, we maybe went a little better than we thought over there. But really, uh, as far as the Com Games goes, gold is their real target, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. The, the, and if you watch, any sport is made better by history. You see that at the state of origin, right? How good was that? You see the history. So you've got to know that the beach volleyball girls that that lost to Canadians at the Gold Coast beat them in Tokyo to get into the semi-final. So the, the Canadian girls came fifth in Tokyo. They are very upset about that, Patty. So they mm-hmm. will come at the girls hard at the Com Games. It's really great that they've got an amazing opposition to test their skills at the Com Games because the Americans that beat them in Tokyo were, were so sharp. You go back to the history again. The Americans came third in London and second in Rio. So there was no way that they were not going to win in Tokyo. So mm. it all you've got to watch a bit further back than just a week in the beach volleyball. You've got to know what's happening. The rivalry will be intense. But I can't wait. Okay. Watching the ads. 
on Channel 7, Hitness already. I've got my green and gold tracksuit out. I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, we can't wait to, of course, cheer the volleyball team on, the boys and the girls. But I've got to talk to you about this green and gold runway. It is all happening around Brisbane for the entire week uh, this week. So so much going on with uh, 10 years to go until 2032. Tell us a, a little bit about it and, and what's happening uh, around Brisbane. Yeah, well, Thursday is a year ago since the announcement where we were all at South Bank. And then, of course, Saturday is the mark. The runway starts now and we have a 10-year green and gold lined runway for uh, the opening ceremony, of course, at the Gabba. So what's going to happen there is South Bank will come alive from 12 to 4 on Saturday. Down there at the water, there's a big grass area, the riverside green. And there's going to be have-a-go opportunities to play, I think, rookie about 14 sports. Now, sadly, they won't jump in the river and do swimming. <laughs> we won't do swimming. But we will do volleyball, boxing, table tennis. Um, we will have lots of sports uh, to have a go out down there. And uh, I'll be down there with a lot of other Olympians. I know you'll be there on stage talking about how good we are, rookie. So... It, it's going to be a great day. The politicians and Matt Carroll and Catherine Clark from Paralympics Australia will be there about 2 o'clock for some official proceedings. So if you've got kids, if you're Olympic mad like me, um, if you've got kids that are excited about 2032, come down, have a go. And you don't have to, have to be a kid to have a go at the sport, Paddy. So we'll take you too. Come and have a crack. <laughs> well, I can just stroll out my front door. We're right there. Saturday, I know, so that's it. Come down for an autograph from one of the Olympians and a go at the boxing. Hey, I want to talk to you about this committee that you're on. I mean, you're rubbing shoulders with some very, very high-powered people, aren't you? Yeah, the, uh, I'm very um, fortunate to be sitting at the top table with uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk, our Premier, with the Lord Mayor. Uh, also, Andrew Liverest is our Chair. We've also got... Annika Wells, the new minister, federal minister for sport. So it is a big... Uh, Ian Chesterman, the new chair of the Australian Olympic Committee. It's a big table. There's 22 of us uh, to try and see if we can put the Brisbane 2032 Olympic and Paralympic Games in the best spot so that the president of the International Olympic Committee will say at the end that it was the best games ever. So we're starting from not really a blank sheet of paper, Paddy, but... Yeah. Uh, Olympic Games have only ever had seven years start, as we know, and we've got officially 10. So yeah. it's an exciting time. They are very powerful. It is a great room to be in. We've had two meetings, and I'm watching and learning. Hey, Making sure, of course, hold on, that the athlete is at the heart of everything we do. And that's all you, that's all you ever do. You love looking after the athletes, your fellow athletes. But I just, I don't know, selfishly, I just want to know, Andrew Liveris, how do you perceive him? This is a, one of the great Australian success stories. He was chairman of Dow, wasn't he? Yeah, and interestingly, Dow was a top International Olympic Committee sponsor. There's only ever about 12 in the world, so he's had yeah. a lot of relation, international relations with them. Um, he was head of a global company that did a lot of work um, in the US and Australia. We're very privileged to have him. He's also got his university degree at UQ. So just oh, cool. after he was announced as the president of the organising committee, they named a building after him at UQ. So 
we're in good company. We're in good hands, and I'm looking forward to being part of the team. Well, well, do you think there could be another member of the team? I think we need to find Paddy a job for 2032, Nats. <laughs> you might be unemployed. Well, is, there, is there a job for him? <laughs> well, Paddy, congratulations on your amazing career. I know that you, you, you know your Channel Seven career is nearly over, but your radio head will go for a long time. However, <laughs> I have been thinking. I think mm-hmm. one of the greatest spots or one of the greatest jobs at the Olympics from Sydney that I remember mm. was the person standing on top of the surf life-saving stand with a loud <laughs> hailer telling people where to go, Patty. So <laughs> that would be, I could see you up there with your bucket hat, your bum bag, your bright shirt with a bin chicken on it. And you could just be guiding people through South Bank. You would just roll out of bed. You wouldn't have to move. So I love that. He'd I'll, be in the lifeguard. He'd be in the lifeguard tower with his megaphone, telling people where to go. Yeah, well, I don't know about wearing the lifeguard outfit, but I'm happy to sit in the tower. I mean, you're right. I mean, I literally just going to stroll outside my front door, and I can I can take over my new job. Okay, thanks for that. I mean, look. At the end of the day, Matt, as you well know, a lot of people have been telling me where to go for the last 47 years. So I can, t- I can reverse the roles. Well, I'll put it down at the next board meeting. I'll, t- I'll start the volunteer <laughs> list. You can be number one. Um, but I have to say, one of our newest Olympians from Tokyo last year winning the British Open, Patty, how can we go without talking about golf? Yeah, and we know how good you are one of the great golfers. You you excel at most things you do. Yeah, look, I got up yesterday, uh, picked him up at around about 80, probably should have birdied nine, and then he went birdie 10, 11, 12, 13, and the par 5, 15th, and you knew that 18 was a birdie hole with the breeze at their backs. Um, he just he surpassed expectations. He now is a major winner. He could go on and win a few more of these things. Yeah, just I remember walking the fairway of the 2014 uh, PGA at Royal Pines and uh, giving him a few hints. One of them was about his haircut, but he clearly has no problems with his golf and uh, I can't wait to see him in 2032 um, wearing the Olympic rings and uh, hopefully we see him on top of the podium there. So good on you, Cam. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Great to have an Olympian uh, achieve greatness. It was just so good yesterday. But the mullet's got to stay, Nat. It definitely has to stay. It's his good luck charm now. Oh, absolutely. We can't get rid of the magic mullet. We've got to, we've got to keep it. No, I'm just so happy to see, you know, following an Ash Barty now. Could you imagine Ash and Cam heading up men's and women's golf? That would just be very special. But <laughs> Ash is the humble warrior and we've now got one on the golf side too so very exciting well i see she's told a um a a podcast that uh, we've got to get over it uh with ash she has retired and she's not going to become a full-time golfer or cricketer or anything like that she's retired as a professional sports person and uh you know accept her for what she is and she brought great honor to a to a country and uh, let her enjoy whatever she wants to do now Oh well, that's good, Pat. I didn't, I didn't know she'd done that part. I just saw her on, on uh, Brookwater and thought she was taking up pro golf. So thanks, you always get good information from Patty Wells. Yeah, I'll she... let her be. I will let her have a cup of tea by herself in the backyard, 
and I won't bother her again now. Thanks, Patty. Well, Nat, we've got a job for her. And you know that we've we've always loved our mentors at every Olympic Games. And, and I think we've got to get her in there. She's just got to be part of the team moving forward. And uh, someone that can inspire our Olympians in, in every Olympic village. We've got to get Ash back. And she's, yeah, no need for her to perform. All she has to do is just come in and have a cup of tea with our athletes, have a chat and pump them up. Well, let's write her a note, Brooke. You and I on Saturday, we'll write her a note on a napkin at South Bank and we'll send it to her. We'll see if she, if she takes up the challenge. I'm sure she wants to come to Paris. She'll, yeah, she'll definitely come to Paris for sure. <laughs> but uh, with the Commonwealth Games, we're, oh, hopefully we'll have a chat to you uh, throughout the Games. SEN will be broadcasting the Commonwealth Games. So uh, it'll be great to get you back on and, and talk about how the volleyball, uh, beach volleyballers are going. And, yeah, it's been so uh, so good to talk this morning. And I uh, can't wait to see you on Saturday. Of course, it's all happening at South Bank from midday onwards. So many sports that um, everyone can come and have a go. And we've got our para sports down there as well, Wheel- wheelchair rugby, uh, a couple of the other sports coming down. So it should be a lot of fun. Can't wait. I must have a go at that wheelchair basketball rugby. Wheelchair rugby scares me a little bit, but I might have a go at the wheelchair basketball. And there's always one thing to leave you with, Brooke and Patty. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's slow on the uptake, but we'll get that going. Thanks for the chat. Well, it is early morning for me. Thanks, Nat. Great to chat. Five-time Olympian and, uh, of course, Olympic champion from the Sydney 2000 Games. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Don't forget. You can catch Patton Heels for breakfast, 693 SENQ, every weekday morning from 6 o'clock. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.